Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's a crazy time that we're living in. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. Obviously, we're in you know the age of Corona. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember um, texting you like when the when Corona first hit. I'm like, yo, that's when the stock market was crashing. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, this real estate market about to crash. And you was like, nah, it's not. And I'm like, how people are losing their jobs? Stock market's crashing. People can't go to work. Like, <laughs> yep. all the writings on the wall for another 2008 to happen. And you was like, nah, commercial real estate <laughs> might be in trouble, but. Residential real estate, I'm like, all right, we'll see. Yeah. And then to this day, it hasn't crashed. It's actually gone up. In most most places in America, the price, the home prices have actually gone up. It's a shortage of uh, inventory on the marketplace. Absolutely. So where are we at right now as far as the state of real estate in the United States of America? The market is on fire for residential. You know, And I told you this back in March. I said, nah, bro, it's not going to happen because what people and everybody was kind of saying the same thing. Like, Yo, 2008 is coming back. Wait, don't buy, don't buy, wait. And I said, 2008 was different. That was a credit crisis, Mm. right? This is a health crisis. Credit crisis means that banks, Wall Streeters, everybody, homeowners, you know, investors, everybody was greedy, you know, appraisers, everybody, right? So when the market crashed, the government was reluctant on trying to save everybody. They didn't want to bail out everybody, but they had no choice but to bail out the big names, right? So with this one, I said, now this is health. This has nothing to do with nobody. This is nobody's fault. And if you think about it, if you look at the real estate market going into 2020, it was already on fire. It was due for a correction at Mm -hmm. some point Mm -hmm. because what goes up 
must go, come down, right? But I said, nah, this is not going to crash. There's no way because the government is going to have to bail out everybody now, right? From the, the big businesses mm-hmm. to the everyday person. And when you told me that it's going to crash, that's what was in my mind because I, I knew, especially with an election year, they couldn't just let all these people die, people lose their homes. There's no way. And as you see, all these stimulus packages came out. Everybody getting their PPE money and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was reckless. With it. Hopefully they wasn't reckless. Hopefully with it. they wasn't reckless and hopefully they did the right thing. But, you know, you have unemployment benefits. People are getting them with ease, with no problem. So, you know, you got to give the administration credit for what they tried to do um, to help as many people as possible. And that's why I just didn't feel like the market was going to crash. But residential real estate is on fire right now all over the country. There's 30, 40 offers on one house. You know, So if you're a seller right now, if you're thinking about selling your home to upgrade or, or downsize, this is the time for the sellers right now because they're going to get 20 30% above asking price in some markets right now because it's just too hot right now. There's too mm-hmm. many buyers out there. And with these low interest rates, you know, with rates being in the mid twos to low threes, depending on your circumstance, like everybody wants to buy a house because money is cheap now, mm-hmm. right? So it's easy to, to, to the, the person who couldn't afford the half a million dollar house last year when rates were three and a half, four percent. Now it's two and a two and a half. Can you can you explain like the, like because the average person that maybe never bought a home might not fully appreciate because they're saying three and a half, two <sighs> two and a half. Yeah, it's only one percent. That's not that big of a deal, but because they're looking at it like it's stocks, like it's like yeah. all right, if you earn one percent, like you know what I'm saying, or just yeah. regular life, one percent doesn't move the needle. Mm-hmm. But in a, in your world of mortgages, one percent is huge, right? So can oh. you kind of put that in perspective for oh, people? Oh yeah, I mean, look, one percent depending on your loan amount, right? That can be. Three, four, five hundred dollars a month. That could be six thousand, eight thousand, ten thousand a year, depending on the size of your loan. Right. Right. So, the bigger the loan, the the lower the rate, the cheaper the payment. Right. So, someone again who couldn't afford the five hundred thousand dollar home or get pre-approved for a five hundred thousand dollar home a year ago because the rate was probably three and a half to four percent. Now they're able to because now that brings their payment down, and they're able to get approved for now that higher amount. So 1% is huge in the real estate, in the mortgage world. Um, Interest that you're going to pay over the life of the loan is also very important too. Um, Because if you're looking at any house that you buy, let's face it, right? The way the mortgage and the banking system is set up, it's, you know, you're going to pay interest three times more than what the house is actually worth. But if you're getting a cheaper interest rate, that softens the blow a little bit. And now you can focus on your debt strategy, which is repaying back your debt and trying to beat that interest trap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, little things you can do to do that. You can make one extra payment a year and you can pay off your loan in 22 and a half years if you have a 30-year mortgage. You know, what I tell folks all the time, take your income taxes, re- refunds, right? And apply that every single year to yeah, your principal balance. That could bring down your debt. You can do as little as $100 a month to your principal balance and you'll be surprised of how much interest you'll save on your mortgage, especially if you plan on living in a house the long term, the full term of 30 years, you don't want to just make your regular payment because you're going to pay, you know, on a $300,000, $400,000 home, you may pay back $800,000. Now, that was yeah. a gem, what you just said. And I learned that in business. I, I don't want that to go to people's head. Um, when I first got into, into the industry um, working in finance, I learned that like one extra payment a year on your mm-hmm. mortgage 
um, cut seven years off of your mortgage. Absolutely. Or eight, seven to eight years. 22 and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's that's huge. If you really think about it, it's like one extra payment a year. Absolutely. Can really take almost a decade off. Like basically. And yeah. it has to be towards your principal balance only. So if you're making a payment, you can't just give the bank money because they're automatically going to apply it to interest, right? Because you have to direct them where you want that money to go. So how, how, does, how does that even look? So if my mortgage is 3000 I got to pay 6000 if I'm doing that? Yeah. So if your mortgage is three, you can pay six yeah. and you can tell them the difference to go to principal balance only. Okay. The, on some online... Everything's online right now with all the banks, right? So you can go pay your mortgage and you can specify there two principal balance only. You can write a check, put on a check, two principal balance only. Okay. So depending on how you pay your mortgage, do that. And if it's not an online option to pay extra, call the service and lender that you're paying your mortgage to and, and figure out a way to, to accomplish that goal. Maybe they can just do automatic drafts from your account, something like that. And set it up to where you can make that extra payment. Yeah. You know, and you'll be surprised if you make two payments extra a year. That's what I, in my mind I'm thinking if I make two extra yeah. payments now, that seven turns into fourteen. Now I'm really at a fifteen year mortgage. Basically, and and this is I'm glad you brought up fifteen year mortgages, right? Especially right now, folks want to go into fifteen year loans. And and look, the fifteen year rate, the lowest I've seen it since we've been in um COVID was around two percent, which is phenomenal. Crazy. Right? That's incredible. But what I try to tell people is may not maybe not going to that 15-year right now because life happens, right? You're mm-hmm. committing yourself to a much higher payment. And what if, you know, COVID-21 comes, God forbid, and it's worse, a worse strain than this. Mm-hmm. Now you're committing yourself to that higher payment just to try to pay it off early when you could have went to a 30-year, had a cheaper payment, and just a, and manage your principal balance yourself. That way you're not committed to that 15-year term or that 20-year term, you stay with the cheapest possible payment, but still you're paying down your debt. You know, so, and I'm not against 20-year mortgages. I think for the right people, it works, right? People who have substantial income and they can really afford the payment. But most people are trying to pay off their loan fast, which I get, but they're they're now cash-strapped. Right, they're becoming house rich and cash poor because they're making their payment um, so much higher because they're just focusing on. I just want to get rid of it, which again I understand, but you got to be a little bit smarter right now because anything could happen. As we've seen, we woke up in 2020, Kobe dead, with God bless, you know. Then COVID came. Like this year has been crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, if this doesn't teach anybody anything, you got to have cash flow right yeah. now. You got to have liquidity because. Anything can happen. So that's why I just try to tell home own, future homeowners and current homeowners who are refinancing, if you don't have to go to the 15-year, just stay with the 20 or 30 years so that way you can have a little bit more cash flow. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs>